podcast, Johnson. This episode of Black and White Fright is brought to you by Fright Lights, lithophane nightlights of your favorite monsters. Visit FrightLights138.etsy.com and follow them on Instagram at FrightLights138. Horror, terror, thrills, chills, monsters, murder, mayhem. This is Black and White Fright. Hey, hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Black and White Fright. Uh, we cover different black and white horror movie every week and tear it apart. And if you like it or love it, you'll know by the end. Uh, I am Scott. I am joined, as always, by Bill. Hey. And Kevin. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, hi, Kevin. Hi, everybody. Please keep that voice the whole episode. No, but, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and this week we're covering a movie called Frightened. What? Old, no, Night Nightmare. <laughs> wow. That's wow. staying in. That's staying in, Bill. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Nightmare, uh, which is an old um, old hammer, hammer horror. Hammer don't um, harm. Hammer horror. Uh, but first, uh, we have a couple sponsor things to knock out, I think. Uh, so Black and White Fright is sponsored by Fright Lights. Uh, cool. They make lithophane nightlights of monsters and ghouls and such from the movies. Uh, you can find them at Fright Lights 138 on Etsy. And we are also... Yes. And we are all... we also sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Yes. Kevin, Coffee like to your... die for. Uh, DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com. It's an awesome... Uh, Small, small company, coffee company out of Connecticut. Uh, really cool flavors. Really great um, non-flavored coffee as well. I, I I prefer that. I like them both, but whatever. Yeah, so just go to dailygroundscoffee.com. And we're also part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, which is on uh, the dorkening.com, where there's a bajillion shows. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of shows. <laughs> and oh, we're part of lots of them. Yeah. 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 I like. I'd go. I'd go as far as to say that we are the, uh, the the four cornerstones of the Dorkening. For me, with our, with, with our four shows. No, for for me, for me, uh-huh. I like to be honest with you. That's that's. I mean, there's a few shows I listen to that are on the network, but uh, yeah. The only my only. Are you, on all, are you on all the shows you listen to? No, <laughs> I, well, I listen to that strange show. Uh, you know that train show is fun, and um, I mean, there's other ones that I've I've listened to here and there. I just don't have enough time. There's too many shows. Right. Sorry, yeah. guys. I apologize, but there's some really Fair good enough. ones that I just don't get a chance to listen to that much. Like Retro Redoctopus is actually a really good show, but I just don't have time to, to listen to it. So just play a few different ones at once. On oh yeah, I'll do that. Or I just I'll just play them wicked fast. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, speed it up. I'm on fast forward. Yeah. So, anyways. Scottrick. So let's talk about the the properly titled movie Nightmare. Wicked scared. Um, this is my this is my choice. I never seen it before. I don't think anyone had. Right. Nope. Nope. Um, so I'm walking into it, not knowing anything other than uh, it was that it was a hammer horror, and that I kind of thought the name was fun. Yes, <laughs> that's about it. I agree. So, 
And and it's a thing with with Hammer Horror, like I mentioned before we started recording, is that I've heard people mention Hammer Horror, um, Hammer Horror, like a lot in my uh, sure. in my days at conventions, and you know, just talking to people like, oh, I love Hammer Horror. And I, I never really saw any, um, and so I would say that this is probably the first one that I've watched from beginning to end. So uh, That's interesting, yeah. and it's an early one too. Yeah. So it's kind of if you keep watching, you'll probably see how they. Yeah, kind of grew as a studio uh, and changed. I mean, the Peter Cushing movies, and yeah, uh, you get you get into the Draculas and the you know the, the Frankenstein's, yeah, uh, Mummy, very very different stuff. Not yeah. like this at all. <laughs> no, um, but I don't know English horror. We've seen quite a few now. We've done uh, quite a show. few British, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like it. I like well, it a lot. They have, they have such such a different feel from American horrors at the same time. It's, it's really strange. Well, just like, They're I just like pro- British TV. Like it's so like, yeah. it's a different take. It's like, it's a little more like dignified. Yes. <laughs> Everything's a little more calmer. A little and, more polite, maybe. Although uh, I'll tell you anyone that screams in these movies. Oh my God. The screaming is overkill. But I would, um, I would have taken Una O'Connor over the, the gent, the girl page Janet and this screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to maybe go. Yeah, I, 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 think, no, no, no. I think you should take it back. Yeah. That's my opinion. Well, so uh, so right before we start, the tagline for the movie uh, is "She dreamed a dream of murder that didn't end when she woke up." <gasps> so yeah, pretty good tagline. Yeah. So uh, and it was also called uh, "Here's the knife, dear. Now use it." That was a name. Yeah, that was of a it? working title, right? That was that, that was a, an alternate title. Wow. Yeah, it was released in the UK under that title. Little wordy, wow. little wordy. That title. <laughs> a little wordy and uh and very descriptive. Yes, <laughs> something that you don't see. Actually, for... Scott, the movie Scott didn't finish. Here's the knife, dear. Now use it. I sharpened this myself uh, for <laughs> half an hour in the kitchen with this stone that I bought down at the local market for a very fair price. Yes, you. You know, I, I also you picked know up some crumpets. Yeah. I've also yes. picked up some crumpets. Uh, we'll have that for tea. Yeah, there was no tea in this movie, was there? No, it was, uh, uh, it was pre-tea. No. <laughs> I think it was offered, but I don't think anyone had tea. Bullshit. Yeah, no, they couldn't have. They, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, a lot of cigarettes and uh, you know, uh, mentholated cigarettes were mentioned. Yes, they yes. were. Mm, nice and uh, cancery. Oh. <laughs> So let's uh, want to get to it. Sure. Through it. Yes. So movie starts off with credits. Uh, I like the credits of this film uh, a lot, actually. They're very simple, hmm. uh, but but I like the font. I like the design. Oh, you're you now you're a fontman. You're a fontman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fine. <laughs> Amy, I'm a fontman. Yeah. Amy, yes. I'm a fontman. Uh, uh, I like that. I like that. This was uh, they noted it was shot in hammerscope. Hmm. Yeah. Is that is that did any idea if that was a uh, development? I think it's proprietary. I think it's like you remember the Shaw brothers? They did all the Kung Fu movies, and theirs were also in, like, Shaw scope. It's like, so, like, it's the same thing with scope. Well, the, yeah. the one thing I noticed is that uh, when when it seemed to go out of focus a bit when they were zooming in on things, it definitely looked like it was a little, like, a wonky. So maybe that was, no, like, an no, effect. No, 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 that's, that's Hammer Scope. I know that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Maybe that was oh, what yeah. they were going for. Like, well, the, the yeah. Hammer Scope too. is, when we zoom in, it looks like you get hit with a hammer. On the uh, sides, too. The patented was... blur. It was panoramic. You would have like the uh, almost like a slight fisheye thing going on. I noticed too in mm. certain shots. But the, but the credits uh, with the severely right justified credits, which I liked. Uh, and then you have cuts to like a kind of a frightened woman, right? We don't know what's going on, walking down a hallway. 
Uh, she hears a woman calling, Janet, where are you? Janet, I'm waiting. I thought the name was Jenna for the first couple of minutes uh, <laughs> until I they said it very clearly. So at one point, she's like, um, damn it, Janet, I love you. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. Uh, and it's just her kind of like stumbling through a hallway. A lot of close-ups. Yeah. A lot of shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she ends up uh, inside a padded room. And there's a woman in the room, kind of a crazy-looking woman, and the door slams shut behind her because you should never go into a padded room by yourself and leaves the door open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, whoop, you cut to a bedroom, and she was having a nightmare, and she's surrounded by other girls because she's at, like, a boarding school. The screaming. The screaming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was that bad at the beginning. Did I... you think it was bad all the way through? Yes, I did. It me at the beginning. Yeah. Uh... Oh, later, oh. there is a there's a bit much later. Um, the beginning didn't bother me. Right. Later being the first half of the movie. Were you already at this point just like white white towel, like waving it, giving up? I was actually as I might like waving my fist at my ceiling. I was going, Scott. Oh, damn <laughs> you it. haven't even watched the movie now. This is all you've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's I stop right there. From now on, no. every movie we watch has to have screams in it. Like it has to be like screaming the title oh, and everything. <laughs> I, I uh, want to mention too before, before we go on in opening credits I think he wrote it but also the producer was Jimmy Sangster who uh, last time we called him he was that Sangster stands for Salty Gangster oh. so bring that up again very nice yeah <laughs> um, so yeah so she had a nightmare and all the girls are really pissed off apparently it's happening all the time um, and yeah they want nothing to do with it so we're kind of at the next day Oh, uh, we can, we can skip ahead. Is it Brenda who comes in, though? Brenda's like, doesn't really help to calm her down. She's like, go to sleep. Hmm. I just yeah. want to mention that because I thought it was funny because she's supposed to be like, you know, looking over these these young girls and taking care of them. And she, she's still like, like hard breathing, screaming. She's just like, just go to sleep. I fuck. I got to go to sleep. Shut up. And she's like, oh, OK. I'll, I'll tell you how much I like that character. I, I didn't write her name down. She's just the teacher in all my yeah. notes. <laughs> but, okay. oh, look out. It's going to attack okay. you, uh, <laughs> So the next day, she's outside. Uh, and I, when the teacher approaches, the Brenda approaches the teacher. And she's holding the... God damn, this doll freaked me out throughout this fucking yes. movie. She's holding this weird-ass doll with crazy long legs. Yeah. yeah. And, I and I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know what it's supposed to be. It was the, and it's the not as, it's not there as like creepy or anything. It's supposed to be like her childhood doll. Like as I was and trying I to figure like, out the movie, I was like, "Is it the doll that's causing this to happen?" Like I, right. I thought, yeah, there was so many things you think, you know, you're trying to figure it out. But uh, but yeah, then, the, you know, people it reminded me of sixties were like, "I have that doll." <laughs> it, it, rem, <laughs> it reminded me of uh, of like like when Spumco put out those dolls back in like the nineties, like the the uh, Three Stooges dolls and the the George Lacour doll. I still have my George Liqueur. Nice. You should give it to me. Freak, Thanks. Freaks, freaks out my wife. All right. Well, she, if she doesn't want it in the house, she can always give it to me. I've always wanted one. I don't keep, I don't keep it. The, uh, the credits that, that doll was was uh, credited as uh, six foot tall Howdy Doody. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so that means everyone else in this movie was at least a dozen feet tall. At least a, big, a baker's <laughs> dozen. Well, yeah, I don't know. She's holding a doll. I, I had no sense of her real age in this movie. Just late teens, I guess she was supposed to be. So Bill does shit his uh, pants, and I just want to point out too that for some reason that Bill's chair is made out of an old haunted door. It's very squeaky. Yeah. You should get some WD forty yeah, for that thing. For, for Christ's sake, you own a house. Yeah. No, this is just. 
I, I bought a shit. This is what used to be upstairs at my desk upstairs, and I bought a new one because this is so goddamn loud. Now it came downstairs. Oh well, thanks. You're welcome. That's good. Yeah, bring it to the recording. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, this is what instead of eating on on the mic, this is what I do now. Oh fuck you! Anyways, so, so basically, they've had a conversation, and they want her to see a doctor because these are getting they're getting out of control, right? Every night with the crazy nightmares. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that night she's going to sleep, but they put her in like a different room, and she's like, "Why am I in this room?" And so she doesn't disturb her classmates again, which fair enough. Uh, she's gonna, I guess, spend the night with the teacher. In that room, sexy. Uh, and she's being sent home the next day. And Brenda, the teacher, is going to go home with her, take her home. Oh, just to accompany her home. Yes. Yeah, it's going to take yeah. her home. Uh, and it's pretty fast moving at, at this point. I mean, I think there's two different movies in this movie. There's the first half and the second half. Yeah, and I think they're very different. Uh, but this one's pretty fast uh, moving. Where they when they get home, uh, they get picked up by John, the family driver. Hmm. I like to make a note: the uh, the actor George A. Cooper. He was yeah. uh, 39 at the time of filming this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like late 50s. I would. I was. I would have guessed late 50s. He was yeah. 39. 39. Yeah. I like did the math like five times to make sure. Wow. Maybe he lied. About <laughs> how old he was. <laughs> he died at a, at a nice young age of 42. You didn't notice in one of the scenes in the movie, uh, he looks at the camera and says, "I'm 39." <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Here's my birth certificate. Yeah. yeah. That's the twist in the movie. <laughs> John's 39. So, uh, yeah, so they're, they're driving, being driven home, uh, and they drive past, like, a wall, and you can't really see what's on the other side of the wall. Kind of a smart cut, actually, because you don't really know what's over there. Yeah. And Janet's kind of freaking out. She's yelling at John to stop, and John's like, you know, it's probably best that we don't, ma'am, uh, kind of thing, and he doesn't. Uh, so we don't find out at that point what is happening back there yet. Although I think that when the last shot, you can see the building. It's like a massive building, too. It was enormous. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what it was, though, at the time. Yeah, I just assumed it was like a very large mansion or something. Yeah. Until uh, so they get to the house, and she's all all ago about this Mr. Baxter. Is, Mrs. Ba- is Mr. Henry Baxter coming? Where's Henry? Where's Henry? Uh, but he's not there. And you have now um, a nurse named Grace is there. You have the housekeeper, Mrs. Gibbs. Uh, and there's another woman that appears later on, like another housekeeper. And towards the couple, end, a couple scenes, but she's not in any of the first half, so she got added in later. I'm, I'm guessing but, uh, uh, that that would have been like something to do with uh, Baxter down the, down the road and his plans, probably. That's my guess. Oh, maybe. But um, but you have those. So you have so you have Gibbs the housekeeper, John the driver, um, Brenda the teacher, and Grace the nurse, and Kevin the worst. Yeah, yeah, Kevin the worst. Kevin okay. is the worst. <laughs> um. And Janet ends up going to bed, and then you have a conversation of, uh, of Brenda and Mrs. Gibbs kind of having a, a conversation about her. Yep. Um, and uh, I mean, that's her, her and Grace, sorry. And Mrs. Gibbs comes in and starts to talk, kind of like, oh, I didn't know you didn't know that her mother's alive. Her parents aren't, her mother's not dead. Her parents aren't dead. Her mother's alive and in an asylum. And that's, she's like, oh, you probably drove by it on your way here. So that's what Janet's freaking out about. Yeah. Uh, and I love this, actually, because it's a good flashback, but you don't get a lot in movies. Yeah, that was a, it was a great flashback, too. I really yeah, it. Good, 
good flashback with Janet running in as could be six years earlier. I think she's supposed to be like nine, something like that. Yeah, it seemed about right, eight or nine. Yeah, um, and comes running in with flowers to give her mother. She's all excited, um, and then she runs upstairs, and you just hear it screaming, more screaming, more screaming. That screaming comes was a little upstairs. bit more. That was that screaming was a little bit like, oof, I got to turn this down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and her mother's standing over her dead father with a knife plunged in his chest. Uh, and uh, there's like a lit birthday cake next to the bed. At first, but at first she's screaming and they look and, and they show the birthday cake. Like she's like, "Oh my god, this kid hates birthday cakes!" And then you you see what's going on. <laughs> you lit it without me. She hates surprises. <laughs> uh, and so it comes back to current times. Uh, you're told that Janet had a breakdown mm-hmm. uh, at that point. And now she kind of has this worry that she's inherited her crazy, crazy genes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's why she's probably genes. having these nightmares. Yeah. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. Am I missing anything or am I pretty, pretty caught up? Pretty caught up. All right. Um, so that night you have uh, a cool shot of Brenda wandering the house. I don't know if she's going to get a fucking midnight snack or what, but she's wandering the house uh, and she sees an open door. She notices Janet is missing from her room. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a great jet kind of disappears behind her. Yeah. It's a good jump scare. I don't know. There's a couple of good jumps in this movie. Did you yell my heart uh, when you saw it? <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming to yeah, come you. Get you. I did the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, get out of uh, here, dummy. And then you just like fell to the ground. <laughs> Janet, you're so ugly. <laughs> Make some dough. Make some gorilla cookies. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Janet appears and startles her, uh, and she's had a dream, but she's not. She's awake now. She doesn't know like what was a dream and what was real. She dreamt that there was a woman uh, who beckoned her to come out into the hallway, and she knows that was probably a dream. That that's where she's found. So she's not sure. And at that point, it seems like Brandon's pretty much like you sleepwalked. Like yeah. it happens. Yeah, just she's, over she's pretty uh, yeah, like cold towards Janet, I'd say. Uh, I don't know if cold or just kind of like no nonsense. Like, you don't want to baby this. Like, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I guess so. I thought she was an asshole. Oh, wow. <laughs> Strong words for a man who uh, hates screaming. Yeah. I mean, my next note is just the next day the teacher leaves and not much happens. There's like there's a little brief conversations, but it doesn't really drive the plot anywhere. I didn't think. Mm. Um, oh, when the t- when I like my note for when the teacher leaves, there you know, uh, Janet and Grace are outside waving goodbye, and Grace's gloves I put are uh, Mickey Mouse enormous. <laughs> Did you? I didn't, I didn't notice. So you have to go back and look. They're like a dark color, but they're like massive. They're like cartoon gloves. Is she missing a finger as well? Like, does she only have, like, what is it, three fingers in the thumb? Yeah, exactly, yes. Wow. Um, so we cut to that night, uh, and Janet wakes up. She's sleeping. She wakes up, and there's a woman with a scar on her face in her room. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and the woman leaves. She follows her out into the hallway, and she, the woman's, like, going ahead, like, just enough to catch up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it, she's led into a bedroom. I don't know if this was her parents' bedroom or not. I couldn't tell. I, I assumed it was the, the murder bedroom. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. She, she's led to the bedroom, and the woman's dead on the bed. Um, and she's stabbed. And there's the birthday cake, the birthday yeah. cake that says Janet. Yeah, oh, I would have liked it if Janet, as she's leaving the room, she's screaming. She actually like put her finger through the cake, take some frosting, like ah, mm, ah. it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> as, as she's leaving the room, she's like, "Save me, save me the flower." <laughs> but she freaks out uh, and runs, and she's stopped by Grace. Now, this screaming uh, was obnoxious. And I basically to stop by Grace, who slaps the crap out of her because yep. boy, those are some smacks. <laughs> yes. Like you're hysterical. Well, because Janet starts to do the crazy laugh, yeah. is what ends up happening. She's screaming into laughing. Uh, she, she has like the smack, smack. They're so loud. They're so. And doesn't she? At that point, she points out. She's like, she's like, I don't know why I'm seeing this woman. I've never seen her before in my life. Like, so it's not like she's getting a memory yeah. of someone she'd seen before. It's some random new right. woman. Yeah. Well, but they call a doctor uh, who sedates her. Uh, and the doctor wants to see Baxter, uh, who's going to be coming in the next day now. They say. Yeah, I think it's great that when he's walking out, he's like, "Oh, give her some of these if she wants them," and like, like <laughs> just yeah. hands them it's medicine. Evidence. Yeah, it would have been funny if he just like pulled them out of like like loose in his pocket and threw them at her. It's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> that, 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 those, work, maybe. Those, I don't know. those are pennies, sir. Yeah, if she wants them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just wanted to prove I went to the Amer- to the Americas. Oh. What if he's like, well, I eat pennies and I, I fall asleep right afterwards. <laughs> I call them my sleepy pennies. My I'm sleepy doctor, Lincolns. I know. My sleepy Lincolns. <laughs> sleepy Lincolns. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, uh, you have a meeting between Henry Baxter. You finally see him. Uh, and the doctor. Uh, not what I expected. No. Much younger guy than I expected. He looked super familiar, but I couldn't place Same him. Here. Same here. Same here. It seemed like I should, I should have seen in something. And like, I went to his IMDb, I, and I'm like, I, I don't know this guy at all, but he looks very familiar. There are a couple scenes, Bill, in close-up with this guy that he looks like a young version of our old boss. And it fucking threw me off. There's a couple uh, scenes. Looks like who? Like our old boss, like a younger version. Oh, our, oh they said Arnold Boss. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I thought he said that, too. Oh, I am Arnold Boss. <laughs> Remember a different strokes? When yeah. I had a job. <laughs> When Arnold was a, when he was the boss, yeah. When Arnold oh, so played Tony Danza in that one episode, I didn't get those vibes. But I, I suppose, like at the right angle, you can see that. Did he? Did he say he needed someone to do something? I need you to. <laughs> he did. There's oh, the where he's just doing prayer hands. Right, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so they so they meet. Uh, the doctor wants Janet to be put into an asylum. Oh, he said a, a private sanatorium. A sanitarium? Yeah, yeah, a private one. Not uh, so bad. It's private. Yeah. Uh, but she needs help, right? He's just, and then <laughs> Baxter says no, and he's just like, oh, so I can give you advice, and I can do about it. Good luck. Doctor's yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much like whatever. I told you, but you'll see. You win some, you lose some. And then Baxter goes in to see Janet, and they have that kiss, and I was like, ew. Well, it really seemed like she forced it on him, but he didn't really fight it off. He did not fight that off at all. Yeah. yeah, it was very yeah. When when it all happened, I was like, I assumed that she was way younger than him, just because yeah, of the way I she was too. acting. So I was like, uh, is this like an inappropriate thing? Like, I think because she this is six years after her father was murdered. She's like a little girl. 
and she's 15 or so. So, yeah. so I, again, because I didn't know anything about the movie, I was trying to figure out where this is all coming into play. So I was like, so is is there like a ghost that's tormenting this girl because of this relationship? Because at first I was like, is it the doll? Is it these goddamn cakes that keep showing up? Is it's, it, you know? It's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Inappropriate. Does every night. The, 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 uh, the ghost is like, I'm telling. Boo. <laughs> so uh, they have a really quick conversation about pretty much nothing of use. Yeah. Uh, and, I think it's and, funny, too, that they sedated her and he goes and wakes her up also. <laughs> he wakes her up and tells well, her to go to sleep. <laughs> she's also been, where's Henry? Where's Henry? Where's Henry so much? I mean, you know. Yeah, true, true. Um, so we cut to night, uh, and Janet's in her bedroom. Uh, and there are a couple of the same shot throughout the movie, but I like it. It's the old-timey door handle mm, with uh, the key. Being, being opened. It's so moving, right? Like someone's trying yeah. to open it. Uh, it's, there's nobody there. there. Airplane just fly over your house? No, a truck drove by. Airplane. It was an airplane. I, no, a truck drew over his house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happens. They built the freeway just right over my house. That's rude. Yeah, I live like a, I'm in like a Dr. Seuss house, you know, where yeah. the roads are curvy. And just, yeah. He lives next door to some stuntmen uh, that are practicing. <laughs> but uh, but nobody's there with the door handle moving around in the hallway. She sees a shadow. A lot of good use of shadows in this movie. Yeah. There's not a lot of different sets, really. I mean, the hallway is very prominent. There's a couple of rooms, but the house is awesome. Uh, I think the house is it great. Is a, I wanted. To, I'm like, I yeah. totally want to go to that house. It looks just. I love like old, like, you know, British yeah. old houses. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even because they're even older over there. You know, like some of them are even older. Uh, the term is more older. Oh no, yeah, older, older, er, older, older, yeah. Um, but she she follows the shadow uh, to her parents' room, and then you hear the voice. You hear like voiceover of her when she's little screaming. Yeah. About her dad being killed kind of over and over again, like looping. It's a really weird early looping effect. Uh, loop that, you son of a bitch. Uh, no, he said looping, not pooping. Oh, but, uh, but that freaks her out. Yes. And she's like being freaked out by herself at that point. Yeah. Uh, and she runs to her room like, as fast as she can. Um, and she finds the woman with the scar in her bed, stabbed. Hmm. Again, mm-hmm. my dog Someone's just getting barks. stabbed every night. Uh, and she goes out into the hallway and like collapses. And I don't know, does Grace find her? I don't remember. I think Grace, yeah, Grace or is it Grace and John? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Grace brings her that weird fucking doll. Oh, they do. Legs. They do make a point of showing the doll and a lot of these things. So I could see Kevin when yeah. he thought maybe, hey. Yeah. How does this play into it? I was just trying to figure out where it was going, you know? So I was like, yeah, this doll's got to have some kind of play because they, they're showing the doll a lot. They, yeah. I mean, it comes into play later just because you can, you know, it's supposed to be she's there. Right, right, You right. can tell that because the doll's not fun. God, really not just a normal doll? Why this weird-looking fucking doll? Yeah, it's terrifying. It's the scariest part of the movie, is that doll. But, um, but the next morning, uh, Janet goes downstairs... And she sees the woman with the scar. Yep. And it's his wife. Well, no, that's not yet. That's not yet. This is, oh, this right. is Janet Janet runs, freaks out, runs upstairs, smashes the mirror, and cuts her wrists. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you think that sets it in an attempt to see if she's actually dreaming or not, as opposed to a suicide attempt? Um, no, I think, I she think, wants, I think she's just 
freaked out. She's freaked out to the point she doesn't know what to do anymore. I think I took it as she's she's so unsure if what she's experiencing is reality or a dream. She has to like you know if you feel pain, you know, pinch yourself. Well, there are, this is the extreme. Yeah, there version. are easier ways. Yeah. And smashing the mirror. First off, seven years of bad luck right out of the gate. Good point. Second yeah. off, now now you're slashing your own wrist, blood on the floor. Yep. Oh, yeah. You're gonna ruin that shirt. Right. Yep. I don't think about it. kids. They don't think. Nope. Kids in the sixties. Yep. Fucking very loose so, with their own blood. And this is her birthday. This is Janet's birthday. Hence the cakes. Uh, yeah. Hence the cakes. And Baxter has brought someone from London to examine her, like a doctor, to examine her mental well-being. Um, and it's her birthday, and you have a. Ca- <laughs> I'm like, really. Just wheel out the cake with the big knife. Yeah. Yep. Really smart. Not triggering at all. Way to go, uh, Mrs. Yeah. Gibbs. But I like this where they have the woman standing by the window, kind of just looking out the window, uh, and it cuts back and forth to the woman that she sees and the woman who this is. Like in the because when she sees her upstairs, she's always in like a like a nightshirt. Yeah. Like yeah. A white, Ghost, yeah. Ghostly nightgown. Like a white nightgown. Yeah. Yes. Um. And it's Baxter's wife, Helen, who turns around and dun, 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 is the woman with the scar. Um, and boy, this this, kind of, this meeting does not work out. <laughs> Janet just grabs the knife and stabs her to death. I was almost laughing at this scene just because of their their dull reactions to the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Baxter did like, not seem like he was upset at all afterwards. Yeah. Well, but then it makes sense later, right? But still. Yeah, but... In Fake the moment, it. you could have done a better job of uh, like, oh, pretending. Geez. Well, that sucks. Who's going to make my yeah. dinner tonight? Yeah. I just put R.I.P. R. Helen. Yeah. What I put, she's only in it for a minute. He's like, well, uh, <laughs> I got to get to the uh, got to get to the show, so I'll see you guys later. But I like that. So it cuts to the outside of there. They're wheeling out Helen's dead body in one way, and then they're wheeling Janet out in the other. With the doll on top <laughs> of the thing. Her doll. Yes. Yeah. With With the doll. Uh, and as Janet's being taken away, she looks up in the window. You can see the woman. Yep. You can see Helen. Yep. Up in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, because you're supposed to think, oh, she's really out of her mind at this point. Hmm. Right. Or, or. It's really haunted. Yeah. yeah. There's a game of foot somewhere yeah. in this mm, house. A game of foot. Uh, and I, li- I like this shot actually a lot because they go inside and you see. A rear shot of a woman stand, sitting down, mm-hmm. peeling off her mask, and its grace has been the woman with the scar. Yep. Yeah. She throws her face into I, I the fire, know. and it doesn't melt. It's weird. It was, I don't know what that was made out of. I assumed it was baloney, but it wasn't. <laughs> I, 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 did you guys guess that that's who what it was going to be? No. Not at all. No, I just I thought it was a ghost, or she was still seeing things because she was out of her mind. Yeah, I had this, zero this idea. Is what this is. This is where the second movie begins, right. really. It, That's when I was like, really oh, does. the doll has nothing to do with it. All right, cool. Yeah. I, I, the second half, I think, is much stronger than the first yeah, half. Yeah, I agree. But you, need uh, the, you, but you needed it to set up the second half, so. You do. Yeah, I want to mention, I wanna mention the, uh, the woman that played the, the Scarface woman. Uh, yeah. She was in The Innocence. Oh. Uh, also playing a woman who was like, wanders the halls. She's like the, the specter. The specter. Yeah, that's her. That's her deal. Yeah. But then her name is Clady Jessup. Clady. Yeah. It's a cool name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There you go. 
So Janet's in a padded room. Let me show her over there now. She's, she's made it to the end of the hall from the beginning of the movie, I guess. So congratulations. She's the destiny. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you've got the Baxter is with a woman. You, know, you can't see who it is exactly. Uh, he climbs into the bed, and they kiss, and then the camera pulls back, and it's Grace. Yep. With Baxter. She's, she that, seems that, so that. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of dun-dun-duns in this movie also. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but they have a quick conversation where you, the audience, learns that they're married. They're recently married. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of do like the ha 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 chuckling about their plan, but they don't really go into any details about the plan at this point, which I thought was smart to me. Hmm. You know, there's yeah. a plan. You know, they're both involved. You know that this is all bullshit. <laughs> you don't know really know how or why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like the villain giving away the plan, but. In this case, they don't actually give away all the details yet, which I like. Uh, and he goes to, he wants a drink, and they're at a hotel, so he goes to the hotel bar Yeah. Uh, for a drink. And she gets a phone call that's meant for him. And she's like, oh, he's down at the bar. Right. Uh, and she tells the caller down there. And I, I like this, because then she goes downstairs, and she's like, so who, was, who called? And he's like, I, I, don't I have know. no idea what, yeah. who you t- what are you talking about. And I also the, like uh, when he's down there at the... Uh, the servant who does tea time is yeah. like a serves around kind of whiskey, and he's kind of like is an asshole to Baxter. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't, this, 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 I don't do that. I don't know. He's he like, I'm, a, know. I'm, I'm the teaman. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then like, uh, right. then she comes down, and, and he's like, if you're looking for tea, you're fucking late, bitch. And he's, <laughs> she's like, I'm not looking for tea. He p- pushes her over. I, yeah. As he and this kind of like. He's like mad. He won't, doesn't want to serve alcohol because all he serves is tea, but he won't serve you tea either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, what do you do exactly, sir? <laughs> He's like, I, I work from this time to this time, I serve tea. From this time to this time, I bitch about not serving tea. <laughs> That's my job. That's my title. But the, the bartender kind of asks him if he wants his usual. Right. He's uh, uh, my favorite customer. Kind of. Yeah. And. And then he, he asks Grace if she wants a particular drink. I forget what it was now. Well, because he was saying, like, like Mrs. Like, Baxter. I hate that. Yeah, well, he's, he's like, like I hate that. But he also, the bartender's like, he he's, thinks he knows who it is, but it's like, oh, he realizes it's a different woman, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says a drink. She says she hates it. He realizes that it's not the same woman and goes like, uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, and Baxter claims he's never been to the bar yep. before. And that the bartender's mistaken. Yep. Yeah. That's all. Easy mistake. Got me confused with someone else. I knew his name. Knew his name. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Easy and mistake. This is when it all this starts to the descent begins. <laughs> yes, almost immediately. Four days <laughs> and, into marriage. And I mean they cut to upstairs in the room and she goes to his pocket to grab a cigarette. She pulls them out, and they're mentholated cigarettes, menthol cigarettes, which neither of them smoke. Where do these come from? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, Who smokes don't... Newports around here? Who? <laughs> He's... This guy's really good, though. The actor is really good at just playing, like, stupid. Like, just like, I don't know what you're well, talking about. Well, that's the thing, too, is if that much stuff happens, like, I would be like, what the hell's going on? Like, I, right, right away, I'd just be like, who's messing right. with me right now? Right, especially after... Yeah, after no, setting someone up for murder, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, 
Man of God. And then downstairs, so he says he has no idea. She gets like all mad. They have an argument. Yep. And she goes downstairs. And the bartender gives her a message for Mr. Baxter hmm. saying that a lady called and that he'd know who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, really? All right. Well, there's, there's, uh, is, that, is that the time when she's yeah. just like, um, so what, what really happened? And he's like, well, she's, he's like, well, how long have you guys been married? Okay. No, it was before that. So like, you know, yeah, a couple yeah. weeks before. Right, right, right. And then, uh, but upstairs, Baxter denies any knowledge of anything. Uh, and she's convinced that he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, ah, you're crazy. You're a crazy lady. You yeah. have nothing to do with this. Yeah. He's a lawyer, um, though. But he's a lawyer. But then she, she has it out with him and she wants to go home. And he, like, laughs, saying that he sold the apartment. Yeah. His apartment in London. And they're going to be living in that house. Mm-hmm. With the murder. But she hates that house. High Tower. High Tower, yeah. And she's Named like, after uh, the, the gentleman from Police Academy, that's I just realized. Thing, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Tackleberry right. was the other place that they lived. Yep. That was our flat in London. Yep. It was on Tackleberry Ave. <laughs> and then, so they get the High Tower, and um, Mrs. Gibbs and John the driver can hear them arguing. Yeah. Where is that? Thank you. Sorry. My son is down here and he closed the only air circulation in the room. <laughs> Just leave it open. Thank you. Um, so they can hear hear them arguing like through the doors and they're having good fights. And boy, she slaps him. Oh, yeah. And he, <laughs> and he just lays her out. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think she was taunting him like he wouldn't actually ever do anything. Like he's kind of a threat. He, and then he... That was a taunt that failed for her. Because yeah. boy, yes. oh, man, that was rough. That was a little rough, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, good lord! But Grace, uh, Mrs. Gibbs comes in. She kind of pretends that nothing's wrong. <laughs> she's, she's, hide, she's hiding yeah. her like, in, she's hiding her face the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she asks Mrs. Gibbs about Baxter and any other women. Like, do you know any other women? And I thought this was kind of weird because Mrs. Gibbs says that she was hired on the day of the murder when when Janet's mother murdered her father. But she's in the flashback, and it doesn't seem like she's new. Janet's all excited to see her. Yeah. I was a little confused by that. But well, yeah. Let's get, uh, let's get a- Mr. Hammer on the phone and uh, say, Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> That's right. Too legit to play. Uh, bam, bam. And then a call comes in for Henry, and Mrs. Gibbs picks it up. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Baxter's not here. And Grace goes tearing over and rips the phone from her. And she's like, Henry's not here. I'll be back in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and the caller just hangs up. There's a woman that hangs up. It's like, yeah. I think what's it seems like, you know, she is starting to lose it. Like, yes. almost herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to figure what they just did. Yeah, and yeah, all of a sudden, she marries this guy, and all this is happening. So, so she's yeah. like, she, in her mind, she's like, "Am I going to be freaking next? Like, what is going on?" Right. And then they they cut to night again. There's a lot of a lot of quick cuts from day to night in this movie. So days are going by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Baxter's still denying anything about it. Doesn't know anything about this phone call. Who could have called for him? You're crazy. 
Uh, and Grace kind of storms off and is just walking around the house by herself. And I, this is kind of cool. It's just so easy because it's just sound. You can hear a woman laughing. Mm-hmm. And yes. uh, there's something about that that's so goddamn creepy. Yep. Uh, and he, he sees a woman. She sees a woman walking like upstairs. Yeah. Like, um, and it looks like and she, um, it looks like uh, what was Janet. her name? Yeah, it looks like Janet. Yeah, and she finds the doll. She finds that stupid doll on the floor. Well, the doll is it the doll? Then is it the radio at the same time, or does the radio come later? That's later. Okay. Yeah, but she finds the doll and she goes tearing around the house, like she got. It's pretty cool cuts. It's all like top view cuts of her entering rooms. Yeah. Uh, the cutaway rooms. No, no ceilings for the camera. Uh, as her as she enters like kind of every room. And then in, she gets into one room and the door slams shut behind her when she's in it, kind of locking her in. Well, is that though because she opened the window? I think it was, it was an air pressure thing that scared her. Yeah, but it's still locked. She can't open the door. Oh, I thought she locked it because um is this the scene? I thought she was keeping Baxter up. She had like yeah, locked different, it. different uh, scene. Is it? Yeah, uh, but she calls, she there's a phone in there, so she calls the sanitarium. Yes, and asks about Janet, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't know that Janet escaped three days ago." Uh, didn't Max, yeah, didn't Mister Baxter tell you? Yeah, and like she's like, "Is she dangerous?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes, she is. She came down with a uh, bad case of the extra extra loopy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know quickly you cut to grace asleep because you know that's a good time to go to sleep in this weird little fucking room uh the, and someone's trying to open the door yeah put the doll in the bed come on you can see the door door handle moving again uh up and close and then the door opens and you see a close-up of feet in the nightgown so it's kind of cool because you don't know who it is uh, and it cuts, it's someone taking the doll. You see the doll hanging yeah. as she leaves. That's kind of cool. So the, uh, I don't know if you've probably seen the cat's tail. He keeps biting the laptop. Oh, oh makes for some sense. Reason. Makes sense. I get it. Yeah. So, so it's morning now and Grace wakes up, uh, and she sees the knife sitting by the side of the bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, like that was nice, so, and then she and she knows the key is uh, on the outside of the door to left there. Because I like that we yeah. the little clever thing of knocking the key out with yeah. the paper, I slid under so she can pull the key out yeah. and get in. That was smart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but she shows she shows the knife to Mrs. Gibbs, who's like I don't know, and then she shows it to John, the driver, who says it's his pruning knife. Oh, it could be my pruning knife. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he lent it to uh, Mr. Baxter. Yeah, like a day or two before. Well, why would it be in the house? I don't know. Why don't you ask yeah. your fucking husband, dummy? Yeah. <laughs> Have you not noticed weird shit going on? Yeah, and all by the way, uh, I'm 39 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you know is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and she sees the woman upstairs now. Like she looks up the staircase. She sees the woman. She goes running after her. Is she like yelling too? Like going yeah. really crazy. And she bumps into uh, Mrs. Gibbs upstairs, and the other woman, I didn't know her name. The younger, like, helper? Yeah, the other helper. Steve. She doesn't really have much of a role. She's yeah. just kind of there. I remember um, Steve. Yeah. Steven. Steve? Yep. Yeah, Steven. Okay. Yeah. PH, not uh, And they're like, they haven't seen anybody. They don't know what she's talking about. And Grace 
freaks the fuck out, yelling at it's them like, to search the this house. fucking house, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Like she just like yeah. But I'm like, so she's chased this woman upstairs. She's clearly panicked and afraid, and she's like, "Leave me all alone and go search the house by yourself." <laughs> I would have been like, "Wear me like a backpack and find this lady." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, for real. But uh, and then you have Mrs. Gibbs talking to Mr. Baxter, saying she doesn't really think that Grace is that well. <laughs> Maybe something is going on. Um, and I have Grace showing Baxter the knife. Yep. And that she's on to him. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's still just like, I, everything. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, yeah, you're it, talking crazy. <laughs> uh, and Janet's loose. He's like, you, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. This is all nonsense. Um, and they both leave. Like, he leaves. He gets pissy and storms out. And she gets pissy and leaves and locks the door behind her. When I have Mrs. Gibbs and John go into town... So they're leaving Grace oh. alone in the house. Yeah, because Mrs. Gibbs is like, do you need anything? She's like, fuck off. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 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 I gotta search this fucking house. There's a crazy woman walking around. <laughs> uh, we didn't note it earlier, but Janet, like, this is what, 62, 63, something like that? I think 64 is when it came out. Yeah, it came out 64. So, you know, um, a British rock and roll wasn't really quite a thing yet, or it was at least early days so she was still listening to like really like hardcore jazz yeah um, mm-hmm. <laughs> some music so she did listen to music early on she had a transistor radio yep um, that she listened to music on and that comes into play now uh, because she hears this kind of jazz okay this is where it comes in yeah yeah it's like something that Janet would have listened to uh, is playing and she goes into the room upstairs and she finds Janet's radio, like, blasting the music and that fucking doll. Yeah, God. Every time. It, I like her stance is just like, well, I'm just going to fucking wait here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Turns off the radio and is like, nope, I like not she, leaving until you come back for the doll. She barely tries to shut the radio off before just slamming it on the floor. I don't know how to do this. Is that when she squished the doll's head, too? Yes, the face, yeah. And it stayed squished? It did, yeah. It was just, it was, uh, it was... Uh, I was going to say chocolate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking naked gun, like when, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Baxter comes home, gets a shot of Baxter. She's all, she's like walking, she's like in the room. Mm-hmm. And then Baxter's coming home. And he's wearing his little suit. Uh, and then time has passed because now Baxter's in bed, like reading the paper or something. Some comfy pajamas he's wearing. Yeah, little silk pajamas, man. Mm, he slips right out of bed. Woo. <laughs> 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 and Grace shows him the doll. He's like, yeah. What about this fucking ugly, long-legged thing? <laughs> yeah, and? Uh, and she accuses him of bringing Janet back to kill her. Yeah. She, she knows. She knows everything that's going on. She's figured it all out. And it would make sense, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it is and a possibility I, because they, I, you know. Yeah. Well, she's ranting at him and she's holding the knife behind her back. Yeah. Yes. Cool when she turns around, she keeps in the front so he can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps it hidden. But then, but then she just starts fucking pointing it at him. <laughs> he looks pretty genuinely frightened at this point. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you're fucking crazy. Uh, and basically, she just accuses him of plotting against her. Like, she goes through everything. Everything that she's been seeing. And 
he, like an idiot, kind of makes a grab at her. And she gets him in the arm. Yep. And boy, she uh, stabs him to death. Yeah. But I, but she's also kind of happy about it because she's like, Janet's going to get blamed for this. So. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. Because she, she knows that Janet's in the house somewhere. Right. And then uh, she goes downstairs to call the cops at that point, right? Yes. She goes downstairs to call the cops, and it's a, a cool shot of the hand coming over and clamping down on the receiver. Like, nope, denied. Yeah. <laughs> Phone call denied. Yep. And it's uh, it's uh, Brenda, right? The teacher. Yeah, comes yes. out. Yep. Out of the darkness. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the thirty-nine-year-old well, uh, right? thirty-nine-year-old grandpa comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And um, oh, what's her face too? Good old what's her face, Mrs. Gibbs, Barry Gibbs. Yep. <laughs> um, and I like that she's yelling at them all, like Janet's here, and she's like trying to tell them. I saw her. Like, no, Janet, you didn't. You didn't see her. You like, saw me. Yeah. Janet's Janet has escaped, and she's here, and she's killed Mr. Baxter, and and uh, John's like, oh, she's escaped, and he calls the asylum for yeah. the yeah. sanitarium. And they're like, oh, she's getting on very well. Yeah. She'll yeah. be released soon. But they told me, tells them, yeah, they, they told me that uh, he, she escaped. He's like, that was me. I, I told you that. I tapped your phone. I tapped your yeah. phone. I'm, th- I'm 39. I tapped your phone. <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned and, in my 39 uh, years is to tap phones. And, and Brenda, the teacher, was the woman upstairs that she kept seeing. Yep. Uh, and, and the bartender, I love, I love the bartender. He was just paid off. Yeah, 50 bucks. It's like, mm-hmm. here's $50, be an yeah. amazing actor. <laughs> yeah, just pretend you've seen me before and... Really sell it, sell it well. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and they just say it's revenge for Janet. Yeah, because they knew exactly what she did, what they did. Yeah. And then uh, and, uh, she, she she gets all crazy, crazy laughter. Yes. And then they call the cops for real. Uh, yeah. The ending shot, too, just dissolves to uh, Mr. Baxter dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, it cuts to the cuts to the phone receiver. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, you can hear the conversation as he calls the cops downstairs, and it cuts to the phone receiver upstairs, off the bed, and Baxter's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty cool shot. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, pretty, yeah, pretty Baxter, cool movie but... in general. I thought. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is nightmares or whatever 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 you called it before it's not it's not frightened <laughs> frightened <laughs> frightened <laughs> me so scared oh boy so yeah. uh yeah what do you guys uh have thoughts yeah scott trick are you happy you picked yeah. it yeah i i am i i liked it quite a bit actually um i mean there's a couple of handy performances in it generally though i thought people were pretty good yeah um, I like I like the sound a lot. Kind of a different plot. I mean, it's a horror suspense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess they, they would call it a psychological horror, probably, or a psychological thriller. They listed it as um, horror mystery thriller. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, the first half is definitely slower than the second half, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I think right. it needed to be totally. Um, once the plot really kicks in. It's fun. Yeah. And, it and and also too, considering like I mean, I'm sure we're all in the same boat here, I hope. But uh we've all seen a billion movies and trying sure. to figure out where it's going and we didn't know until the the ha- like till half the movie was over really where it was headed. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and even I mean, even as the second half really went on, yeah. He, obviously, he, obviously, I, I know it's not the house isn't haunted, so I, someone's doing something, right? And I figured it was Baxter, but I didn't know why. Like, I didn't know what the goal was. You know what I mean? Like, what the end game was. Right. Well, you, you figured it was Baxter, explain. and then it wasn't. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's, leading you the wrong direction. Yeah, so a, a movie from 1964 really just kept us guessing. And it's like the gotcha. thing is, too, is that what? like there isn't I mean, unfortunately, with a lot of American movies, they're uh, they're redone over and over again. And you're you know, you it's it's all same old hat. This really wasn't. You know, right. no, no, yeah, no, uh-huh. it's true. Um, so, yeah, I, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I'm happy that I picked it. Uh, I'll do my rating. If you want to get okay. that out of the way, uh, yeah. I would give it a, a seven and a half. Nice. Yeah. I would uh, myself definitely recommended. I I would give it a seven. I uh, I enjoyed it, it enough to the point where I I want to check out more Hammer Horror. Um, yeah. I know it changes as I said as it gets a little. Even when you're looking at the covers and you're like, okay, this gets a little loopy here. <sighs> Um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, but still, I mean, it's, it's something I've never really visited. So, I mean, and I, I like a lot of the old universal stuff and this is like, almost like they're like the universal over in the UK, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like a certain stamp of like, especially early on of quality. Yeah. You know, kind of had that. Billiam. Cool. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty fun. I did like the, uh, the sudden change halfway that actually really took me, took my surprise, caught me off guard. Um, but I thought, yeah, for the most part, I enjoyed the, uh, the actors in this movie. Uh, I did like that they, uh, you know, it was, it was classy. Gotta ask your, gotta ask your son to stop making that noise, please. <laughs> That's my, my cat's <laughs> cleaning up after taking ah, you know, You're, you're telling joking. me that your son is a cat? <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, no, but, it, cat man. you know, uh, j- John was 39. Let's not forget that. Yeah. And yeah. no, but it, and then it was like, um, it was like a nice revenge story in the end, which yeah. I liked. Yeah. Oh, they they came to the end, but yep, I had that earlier. I got, I got, I got two of that oh, every day. Oh man. But I, um, I think my, I think my cat snuck into the trash. <laughs> it oh. smells awful. Wow. Anyway, so, so I think my, like uh, the more like the the, the gothic style horror are n- not usually my first choices. Uh, I enjoyed sure. this one more than other in this in this uh, area of horror, but I gave it a six. But I, I would I think I'd watch it again at some so, point down the road. Just just a quick question, and it, it's just because I made I, in my mind I made this up. So that guy was thirty nine years old. If you take nine minus three, you get six. So there you go. That's how you get your score. Hey, thank oh, you. wow! <laughs> like as you mentioned it again. I was just like, his score is going to be six in my mind. Oh, because it's you, nine you minus three. It. Yep. Kevin is a math magician. Oh, not not at all. <laughs> I use a calculator all the time. Anyways, I did too. But yeah, so I was actually mistaken. It is not my choice next time. Uh, it'll be the choice of a, our guest coming on, uh, returning for the second time. Will be Ben from Fright Rags. Oh, Ben Scrivens. Ben Scrivens. Scrivens. Scrivens, yes. That's how you say uh, it, is it? Scriven. So yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, he will be um so a choice to be determined. So we should all uh pick a random fret rag shirt that we own to wear. Oh, I'm actually wearing mine right now. I, I have I have a closet full to pick. Scott, do you have I any? I don't have any. No. You want me to send you one? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he'll give us a coupon and I'll buy one. How's that? He won't, and you will buy one. <laughs> 
don't know. Anyways, but yeah, so that was uh that was Nightmare or also known as Frightened. Frightened um, Scott. <laughs> the British horror movie Frightened. It's funny because you know we, we obviously write down notes, especially when it's your choice and you really have to take people through it. And I titled my note "Frightened." I don't wow. know where that came from. That's was why that, I read it. That was your mood the entire time you were watching it, even before I you am started. Frightened. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know what was funny? I didn't mention it through the movie, but the actress that plays Janet, whenever she wanted to play scared, she did like the knuckle biting. Oh, mm. she actually. I actually, I made a note at some point. She had tried to eat her hand, <laughs> which is. It's like, no, no. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking more like on the line of like Lenny and Squiggy from Liver and Shirley. <laughs> um, but anyways, and also I want to point out that um, if you go through and look at the IMDb's of uh, a handful of the cast, they've a lot of them have, have been in Doctor Who episodes or uh, made for TV Doctor Who movies. I'm British. Yeah, I, oh. I, I think that's like the rite of passage when you're in the UK. <laughs> I think like obviously you've been in Doctor Who, der. Yeah. You're like a Dalek or something. Well, that could be like yeah. an American actor at the time. Probably would have been in a Twilight Zone episode. That's that's the other thing too. The uh, the guy who played Baxter um, is that was actually born in the U.S. He was born in uh, uh, Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah. So he's he's a, his life is a lie. Maybe that's how I know him. <laughs> you look familiar. Were you born in Niagara Falls in 1928? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. All right, cool. Yeah, Anyways, so yeah, that's that, right? Yeah, that yes. is that. Well, thanks for listening, right? Right, guys? That's it. Yes. Bu- See ya. Bu- bu- bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. This episode of Black and White Fright has been brought to you by Fright Lights, lithophane nightlights of your favorite monsters. Visit frightlights138.etsy.com and follow them on Instagram at frightlights138. For more information, follow us at blackandwhitefright.com, if you dare.